Yes. The talking heads there with Psycho Killer. Hello, good evening and welcome once again to the Riff Monkeys podcast uh, with me, Brian Wells. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favourite bands called The Talking Heads. I know I say that every show, it's one of my favourite bands, but to be honest, I wouldn't be talking about these bands if they weren't my favourites, alright? Uh, and hopefully they'll be your favourites too after, you've, uh, after I'm done with them. Um, now then, The Talking Heads were an American rock band. Uh, formed in 1975 when I was just one year old in New York City and active until 1991. Uh, the band comprised of David Byrne on lead vocals and guitar and principal songwriter, uh, Chris France on drums, Tina Weymouth on bass and Jerry Harrison on keyboards and guitar. Um, described by a lot of people as one of the most uh, critically acclaimed bands of the 80s, um, the group helped to pioneer new wave music by integrating elements of punk, Art rock, funk, world music and avant-garde sensibilities uh, and an anxious, clean-cut image. Uh, former art school students who became involved in the 1970s New York punk scene, I don't know if any of you know what the CBGB club was, uh, I'll be doing a special very soon on the CBGB club. Um, the Talking Heads released their debut album, Talking Heads 77, uh, to positive reviews in 1977. They collaborated with Brian Eno. Um, Brian Eno, wow, unbelievable. Uh, and on a trio of, uh, they, they released three albums with Brian Eno. Um, More songs about buildings and food, Fear of Music, and Remain in Light. Uh, after hi a hiatus, <laughs> Talking Heads uh, hit their commercial peak in 1983 with the US top 10 hit Burning Down the House and released a concert film, Stop Making Sense, which I will put a link to in the um, on the, the Mix 106 website because I tell you what you've got to see, Stop Making Sense. It's one of the most... As soon as I saw that, I saw that years and years, about 25 years ago, I saw that. Uh, a friend gave it to me on VHS and I watched it and I just could not believe how cool it was. Um, so please, I urge you to watch that. Uh, it was directed by Jonathan Dem. Uh, they, they released several more albums, including their best-selling LP, Little Creatures, in 1985, but they disbanded in 1991. Uh, in 2002, the Talking Heads were inducted into the Rock and Roll, Roll Hall of Fame, and four other albums appeared in Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. So imagine that, having four albums in the greatest albums of all time list. And three of their songs, uh, Psycho Killer that you just heard, uh, Life During Wartime, which I'm going to play in, in a moment, and Once in a Lifetime were included among uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Unbelievable. And they were also number 64 on the VH, VH1's list of the 100 greatest artists of all time. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to play you another track now from that album. Um... This is the title track from the album 1977, and it's called Uh-Oh, Love Comes to Town.
Wonderfully funky stuff there from the Talking Heads. Uh-oh, Love Comes to Town. That is a brilliant track, man. Awesome. So let's have a little look at, um, rewind the clock before the Talking Heads. Um, between 1971 and 1972, Mr. David Byrne was a member of a duo named Bizardi with uh, Mark Keho. And he performed various offbeat acts and developed an interest in performing. He attended the Rhode Island School of Design in the 1970 to 1971 term. And then the Maryland Institute uh, College of Art in 71 to 72 term. Uh, Chris France and Tina Weymouth were also alumni of the the Rhode Island School of Design in Providence, Rhode Island. And there, Byrne uh, and France formed a band called The Artistics in 1973. And Tina was France's girlfriend. And they still are. They still are married. Uh, And often provided transportation for the band. The Artistics dissolved a year later, and the three of them moved in together in New York, and eventually sharing a communal loft. Um, Between 1975 and 1977, Tina Weymouth became the band's bass player, and after they were unable, because they couldn't find anyone else to play the bass, uh, France encouraged Weymouth to learn the bass by listening to Susie Susie Quattro albums. Uh, They played their first ever gig as Talking Heads, opening for none other than the Ramones at the aforementioned CBGB club on June 5th, 1975. Uh, in a later interview, Weymouth recalled how the group chose the name Talking Heads. Uh, she said a friend had found the name in the TV guide, which explained the term used by TV studios to describe a head and shoulders shot of a person talking as all content, no action. Uh, later that year, the trio recorded a series of demos for CBS, but the band didn't sign to CBS. Uh, they quickly, because of that, they quickly drew a, a, a strong following and were signed to Sire Records in 1976. Uh, they released their first single in February of the following year, Love, Building on Fire. Uh, in March 1977, they added Jerry Harrison, formerly of Jonathan Richmond's band, The Modern Lovers, on keyboard, guitar and backing vocals. And during this time... 
Uh, David Byrne asked Tina Weymouth to audition three more times to keep her place in the band. I guess they found some more bass players, but, you know, having uh, her boyfriend in, in the band already, I guess it just fitted. Um, so, yeah, the first Talking Heads album, 1977, received acclaim and produced their first chart single, Psycho Killer. Uh, and many connected the song to the serial killer known at the time, um, Son of Sam, who had been terrorising New York uh, months earlier and there was a movie actually about it um, called Summer of Sam by Spike Lee um, but David Byrne is quoted as saying that he wrote the song years before that anyway so let's check out another track and this is the last track I'm going to play from the first album and this is a great track it's called Don't Worry About the Government it seems kind of fitting um, right now although I would say worry <laughs> a lot about the government okay it's the Talking Heads <laughs> Awesome. 
Don't worry about the government there by the Talking Heads from their first album, 77. We're going to move on to the second studio album now by the Talking Heads. This was released on July 14th, 1978 with Sire Records. It was the first of three albums produced by collaborator Brian Eno and saw the band move towards like a danceable style, crossing singer David Burns' unusual delivery uh, with new emphasis uh, on the rhythm section. Um, rhythm section obviously being Tina Weymouth and Chris France, who were married. Um, more songs established the Talking Heads as a, a critical success, reaching number 29 in the US Billboard pop album charts and number 21 in the UK album charts. Um, the album featured the band's first top 30 single, a cover of Al Green's Take Me to the River, which I shall play for you right now. <laughs>
Talking Heads there with Take Me to the River, a cover of the Al Green hit, uh, but a much more slowed down version, you know, every time I listen to that, it's great and everything, it's got a great groove to it, but I just want to bump the tempo up a bit and make it a bit more funky, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they have done funk versions of it when they do live uh, live versions, it's very much more funky. Uh, yeah, that was from their second album, the 1978 album, more songs about buildings and food. Um... So, yeah, I mean, that, the, the title of the track is very strange, I know, but Tina Weymouth in an interview suggested that um, what it is when they were trying to, you know, they were trying to work out the name of the first album. Um, they eventually called it 77. I guess it was because of the year it was released. But um, she remembers saying to the, to the band, what do we call an album that's about buildings and food? Um, so they were deciding on the name of the second album and she said that, do you remember when I said what we're going to, and, and David Byrne said, well, let's call it more songs about buildings and food. Why not? Let's play the title track from that album. This, I absolutely love this. I mean, as we move on through these albums, you know, the music gets better and better and my favorite songs are coming up later, but plus we're going to take a little bit of a detour because, um, Tina Weymouth and her husband, uh, Chris Franz, they went off and did another a little project, side project called Tom Tom Club. Um, please check them out. They're really awesome. I will be playing a couple of their tracks because it's just so quirky and funky and real old school hip hop. Um, I mean, I'm talking like they were right back with, I mean, you know, the Furious Five. They are lots of rappers, you know, they, they in the 70s and early 80s, um, actually did cover versions of Tom Tom Club's songs, you know. Um, they're incredible, incredible band, and they're still going now. And I've just listened uh, to their latest song. Uh, well, I say latest song, it was in 2013. But considering they started playing in 1975, I don't think that's too bad. Um, and it's still really cool, really fresh, really, really awesome, clean music. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so anyway, let me play the title track from More Songs About Buildings and Food. This is called Thank You For Sending Me An Angel.
Yes. Brilliant. Thank you for sending me an angel there by the Talking Heads from their second album, 1978's More Songs About Buildings and Food. And they're really starting to find their sound now. This is like the real, like when I look back upon all their, you know, on their albums, like generally overall, the Talking Heads, that is where, that's like the first song where they're really getting their, their Talking Heads sound. Um, you know, you know, there's four members of the band, obviously, as, as I said before, but you got to think there are so many, when they go on tour, there are so, so many um, great musicians that go on tour with them. I'll give you a list later on, uh, session, session musicians and the like. But, you know, if you watch, I'll, I'll put the link, as I said, in, in the description, but um, watch Stop Making Sense. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. If not, you can download it from somewhere. Um, it's absolutely incredible. It's one of the best music, like concert videos I think I've ever seen in my life. And I, I highly urge you. I mean, if this was a, a visual thing, um, this medium, but it's not, it's radio, um, I would show you. But um, let's move on and play another track from that album, uh, the second album, uh, and then we can move on. We've got a lot to get through, you know what I'm saying? This might turn into a two-parter. Um, it definitely will. Um, this is a track called Found a Job. It's also just absolutely brilliant, man. I mean, and see if you can pick up what he's, what he's talking about um, in on the track. I mean... The subject matter, they're so deep as well, you know, that's why, but then again, that's why I love them, I think, because of the, the deepness, the thinking outside the box, it's just, it's quirky, it's bizarre, it's unusual, and that's why I love them. So, this is Talking Heads with Found a Job.
brilliant, genius, funky, disco. Oh, the lot. All right, moving on to the third album and second produced by Brian Eno. Uh, This is an album called Fear of Music um, from 1979. Uh, August 3rd, 1979, released on Sire Records, recorded at uh, locations in New York City during April and May 1979 and was produced by The Quartet and Brian Eno. Uh, The album reached number 21 in the Billboard 200 and number 33 in the UK album chart and spawned the singles Life During Wartime, Izimbra and Cities. Um, Fear of Music received favourable reviews from critics, praise centred on its unconventional rhythms and frontman David Byrne's lyrical performances. They were really getting into some crazy rhythm, polyrhythms. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later because uh, Brian Eno introduced the band to uh, people like um, Fela Kuti and then, th- then things got really, really interesting. Um, so let's check it out. This is Life During Wartime from the third Talking Heads album, Fear of Music. Check this out.
The brilliant Life During Wartime there by the Talking Heads from their third album, Fear of Music. Now, after completing Fear of Music, Talking Heads embarked on their very first Pacific region tour. And in June 1979, uh, they went off and went on a world tour. They, they played New Zealand, Australia, Japan and Hawaii. Uh, the album was released worldwide on August 3rd. The LP sleeve was designed by band member Jerry Harrison. It's completely black and embossed with like a, a pattern that resembles the appearance of texture or, or diamond plate metal flooring. Uh, the rest of the artwork was crafted by David Byrne and includes heat-sensitive photography created by Jimmy Garcia with the help of Dr. Philip Strax. I love it when bands, you know, they, they create their album cover. Uh, obviously pop bands, they, they've got some kind of Illuminati symbolism in them or whatever. But, um, you know, back in the day, it was like, you know, like when fractal geometry was created and stuff, whoever was making albums at the time put put that on their albums it's like looking into things that are going on at the time with technology and incorporating that it's just it's just I don't know it's it's got a depth to it that I, I really appreciate um and the final design was one of the nominees of the 1980 Grammy Awards for best recording package um Harrison suggested that the ludicrous title uh of the album according to Weymouth uh, it was it was accepted because it fit with the album's themes and the fact that the quartet was under a lot of stress and pressure when making it um so let's play another track from that album this album awesome album um another i know i keep saying it you're probably sick of it oh it's my favorite track it's my favorite track but you know it's like when anyone asks you what's your favorite song what's your favorite band what's your I think those kind of things um, only matter in the moment, you know, what, what you're feeling at the time. Um, so, yeah, as I'm reading the the um, the track listing from this album, it's bringing back memories, and there's a track that stands out specifically. And then if you watch the aforementioned film uh, Stop Making Sense, you will see this song played beautifully. It's called Heaven. And, and heaven is a place where nothing, nothing really happens. So check it out. This is Heaven by the Talking Heads. Oh 
Wow. Heaven. Brilliant. On the third Talking Heads album, Fear of Music. I absolutely love that track. Really brings back memories. Um, so let's talk about critical acclaim, shall we? Because I guess it's important. Um, it was well received, the album. Uh, Rolling Stone quoted... Um, was impressed with its unswerving rhythms and uh, Burns' lyrical evocations. Uh, fear of music is often deliberately, brilliantly disorientating, um, disorienting even, like its black corrugated package, which resembles a manhole cover. The album is foreboding, inescapable, urban and obsessed with texture. With the song Mind, which I'll play in a second, Byrne introduces the first use of double tracking on vocals of an album, and John Rockwell of the New York Times suggested that the record was not a conventional rock release. Uh, with Stephanie Pleat of the Daily Collegian commented that uh, it showed a positive progression in Talking Heads' musical style, and The Village Voice praised the album's gritty weirdness, but noted that a little sweetening might help. Uh, Richard Cromlin of the Los Angeles Times was impressed with Burns' awesome vocal performance and its nuances and called Fear of Music a quantum leap for the band. Um, New York Times uh, concluded, But what makes the record so successful, perhaps, is a genuinely felt anti-elitism. Uh, Talking Heads was clever enough to make the intellectual infectious and even danceable. Totally agree. Well, I'm going to chuck on another track from the album now. This is called Mind, and this is the well, the first time that Mr. Byrne uh, experimented with um, double tracking his voice. And, you know, I just love the way that they progressively got more and more experimental, you know, like... Uh, like like when the Beatles first started to take acid, you know, and uh, things started to change. I don't think that um, is the same thing with Talking Heads, but it's just great to see a band's progression from when they started to where they ended up and and further on. Um, incidentally, the, the inspiration for doing this podcast was because the other day I saw, I can't remember if it was, um, I can't remember what show it was on, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon or one of those American chat shows, um... And David Byrne came on and did um, Once in a Life, I know, Road to Nowhere, uh, with loads, about 20 or 30 other people, um, all bare feet, barefooted, um, and it was absolutely brilliant. And uh, it just reminded me of Talking Heads, so I just had to do this uh, podcast. I think it's going to go into a two or three parter, but so what? It's great music and you're going to love it. Check this out. This is a track called Mind from the third Talking Heads album, Fear of Music. <laughs> Thank you. 
Awesome. Talking heads there were mind. Brilliant stuff. Now we're running out of time. Got enough time to play one more track. Um, we've only covered the first three albums by the Talking Heads. We've yet to get going, believe me. Uh, next week we'll be looking at the albums Remain in Light from 1980, 1983's Speaking in Tongues, 1985's Little Creatures, 1986 True Stories, and 1988's Naked. And I'm going to, uh, I don't know if you remember earlier, I told you that uh, T- Tina Weymouth and Chris Franz uh, had a, a little band called Tom Tom Club. Um, very successful, very quirky. They're still going to this day. I just want to play you one of their top tracks uh, just to play out, play the show out. Uh, and this is a live version from uh, the Stop Making Sense special edition album from 1999. This is a track called Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Brian Wells. You've been listening on to the Riff Monkeys podcast on Mix 106. Catch me next week for the part two of the Talking Heads special. And I'll be playing a bit more of the Tom Tom Club as well. And then after that, we, I'm done with uh, the Talking Heads. We're going to be doing a CBGB special because it's a monumental part of history a lot of bands came out of that club and it's like it's like the cavern club you know with the, with the beatles and stuff you know this uh you know i was talking to a friend the other day about music and there's no more movements you know cbgb's was a movement you know uh grunge was a movement it's pop is not a movement that new wave of rap that's coming out these days with people like little yachty and little twatty or whatever and um kanye west you know that's not a movement it's just pop Greedy corporate rubbish. So, anyway, check this out. This is Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. It's good night from me. Have a lovely Tuesday night. Um, see you next week. Bye for now.